Are you looking for a place where real life and God meet? Well, then welcome to the Jesus Chicks podcast. Melissa and Nikki tackle real-life topics with a Jesus flair that is certain to keep you laughing and praying all at the same time. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Melissa. Welcome back, everybody. We're so glad you're here. You know, um, we're always bringing a little hot and and a little little spicy. And sometimes we don't know which is coming first or which is coming next. Or if it's going to be in abundance or just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, we're glad you joined us today. And so today we're going to talk about a little topic that is super important to me. And I think if you're you're wise, it's a topic that's important to you. It should be important to you too. And that topic is, are you teachable? Yeah. Are you teachable? There's something so powerful about having a teachable heart. I think so too, and you know, especially in a day and time such as this, right? That, um, that there we look outside our windows, we turn on the TV, we look at our phones, we go to the store, and we see people that are so divided, mm-hmm. and that it's easy for us in flesh to to stand, you know, very like, oh well, my way is the right way, um, which means that I am not teachable. You know, it's funny because. Um, you know, we kind of, some people are probably way too young to, um, remember this, but there used to be this thing called the Hatfields and the McCoys and it was, it was commonly known if you were in a feud, (laughs) it was like the Hatfields versus the McCoys. Right. Uh And they kind of lived by the old principle. If you ain't for us, use a Guinness, you know, and, and pick sides and everybody was required to pick a side. Yep. And, and right now we can't ride the fence. No. And, and you know, right now we live in this world that is super divided and it's super sad when you think about it, how divisive everything is is i mean and if like you are we are now divided by you know whether we're vaccinated or not vaccinated whether we wear a mask or we don't wear a mask whether we're black or white or brown or purple or green or polka dotted are you christian or not are you christian or you're not christian yeah. are you you know whatever are you employed or unemployed are you, oh, that's a you good one. you know whatever and everything divide do you get do you get government assistance or do you have to work for everything you make and like there's just this huge division and it's 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 in the church too are you baptist or are you catholic are you methodist or are you charismatic are you pentecostal or are you you know <laughs> church you of christ you know whatever <laughs> it's there's there is so much division, yeah. and there is no division in the Father, right? None. There's no I, division I in the Father. I don't know of any place in the Bible where it says, on Sundays you need to go to a Baptist church or to a Pentecostal church or anything. It just says, we are the church. We are the church. <laughs> we right? are the church. That just happens to be a building where we can call home and go and love on each other in there in the midst of our crazy and in the midst of our joy. That's it. But yeah. yet... And I think I think there are appointed places for people to worship. I, I think agree. that, and I think people connect naturally with people that that God connects them with because God can, doesn't connect every person to every single person all the time. Yeah. And, and and while we're all connected as part of the body of Christ, and we're all the capital C Church, what you know, there we have natural affinities for particular bodies of Christ. And I think that that's okay. Absolutely. I think it's. I think you got to go where the Lord leads you. Absolutely. Sometimes that may not look at all like what you thought it was going to look like. Well, and I think, you know, I said this to somebody recently that what God has called me to do, he's not going to call you to do. So, and she was very upset. She had received the vaccination and some people were very ugly and hateful to her. And 
I had not received the vaccination. And she said, can I talk to you about it? Will you be ugly to me? And I'm like, no, because I stand on the word that when I am told to go and be the face of Jesus, I I don't think Jesus would say the things that other people have said yeah. to this young lady. And so I won't either. Yeah. And if I do, I have to answer to God. Right, right. Not her. Right. And I'd rather answer to her than not God. Yeah. So anyways, I said to her, the places that you go as a Christian, that you have received a vaccination, you will be able to touch lives and be the face of Jesus to people that I can't touch. Right. And God will use you the same way that he will use me, but where I go, maybe you couldn't reach the people that I would be able to reach to be the face of Jesus. And I said, so we are no different. We're just all out there trying to get to every corner to be disciples. Yeah. And she was like, there was a calmness that came over. Yeah. And I think that that's important. And I don't think, you know, I think everybody has to do with what they have to follow the path that God sent them down. Yes. And you know what? It's so funny because it's so divisive that people are pulling scriptures out to prove their point. And I just think it's, it's not, that's mm. not the place to, that's not a hill to die on folks. You know it how is I feel not, about that. It is not a hill to die on. And um, you know what? The hill to die on is the cross of Calvary. That's the hill mm, we die on. on. And, and so Listen, people, let's go for unity. The Bible says that we are one in Christ. We are one in Christ, vaccinated, non-vaccinated, Jew and Gentile, you know, free and slave. We are one in Christ. Well, or we could go Pharisee, Sadducee. I mean, come, you know, (laughs) if we're going to compare, let's really look at the side that maybe we don't want to be on. Are you an Israelite looking back at Egypt or are you Moses? Which one? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I think, and, and part of that comes back to this concept of sometimes we find ourselves on the wrong side of things, yeah. as in the children of Israel wanting to go back on Lot as opposed to Abraham, you know? Yes. Uh, so sometimes we find ourselves in the wrong place. Abraham found himself in a place of abundance, and Lot, and Lot left all of this crazy abundance to go to a place of, of sin and degradation and just moral disgustingness yeah right and and lot found himself in a place that he didn't really intend to start that was not the journey he was intending to leave and go to right right like he didn't go there and say you know i think i'm going to find this really crummy place called sodom and gomorrah where the the where they're just the debauchery of it all is just profound profound everywhere that you look yeah like that's the place i'm going to take myself and my family by the way well, and speaking of being teachable, if we think of that, when Abraham went and was speaking to God, you know, um, God, what if there's moral people there? Right. And what if there's 50? Well, if there's 50, then I won't take out Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. Well, what if there's 30? What if there's 20? What if there's five? Yeah. And, I mean, Abraham was still in that moment of being teachable right. in the goodness and the mercy of God. Yeah. And there wasn't any. Yeah. And so he did what he said he would do because he is that honorable God. Yeah. And he was teaching Abraham at that time. If right. you stop and think about it. Absolutely. Here is my grace and mercy. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's so powerful, uh, you know, because God's heart is for Lot. Yes. God's heart was for Lot. Lot was in a bad place doing where bad things happened. And God's heart was for him. Yeah. And God rescued him. Yes. And God sent Abraham to rescue him. And I, and, and I think that that's super important. And and um, and so being teachable is a super powerful trait 
and condition of the heart. It is. Because I think teachable is a condition of the heart. And, and so I think we have to be open to the concept that we don't know everything. There's no way we can. I know, I expected you to say, what? <laughs> well, I mean, my flesh wanted to say, girl, I know it almost all. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm like halfway around the corner of knowing everything. Which... And, I, and when I was 16, I was confident I knew it all. Oh, girl, yeah. Yeah, like there's a time in our life when we were like, dude, we got this and you are so dumb. Yeah. Right? I, I still kind of do that. <laughs> but, and I'm nowhere near 16, but that's okay. <laughs> but, I think, but I think being teachable and being open to hear from the other person, right? Yeah. I'm, I believe you can learn from anybody in every single encounter, whether they intended for you to learn from them or not. You can learn from the lowest of the low to the highest of the high. And it can be good or bad. If your you heart learn. is teachable. Yes. I mean, you can learn good things from the lowest of the low. Absolutely. You can also pick up some bad things, right? Yes, you can you learn can. some bad behaviors and some bad habits and some bad or whatever. Or I say, yes, I can. We all can. <laughs> Trust yes. me, we all can. Yes. But, you know, I think it's super important and um, so I think you want to share a story about... I do. So when we decided to um, do this, Are You Teachable? Um, I thought about this time that, Melissa, I had an encounter with God on behalf of him using Melissa. Um, I am in love with my church. Not like I'm in love with God, right. but I love my church. I have a solid foundation that when I get a little bit crazy and somebody pulls me to the side, I become humble mm-hmm. in the teaching. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, get away from me. Sit down. I'm going to show you the back door. We're going to step outside. Um, we're gonna, I'm going to teach you what it's like to be in the South and deal <laughs> with Nikki uh-huh. um, because that's what I was accustomed to. Right. Um, but my church family has been very good at being able to be grounded with me in walking with grace. Mm-hmm. So there was a time uh, during COVID that I really, I, I invited all my friends because their churches were shutting down. Um, I invited all my friends to come to our church. We had this outdoor service that at any given time, I would look over and there could be 150, 200 people plus there that, um, and we're a small congregation. Yeah. We're a small family. And so this was like I loved it, not because of the numbers that were there, but because the encounters that were going to take place yeah. um, that we were going to be able to witness God right. moving in these people's lives. I was on fire and I let everybody know very unhumbly, if that is worth <laughs> Pridefully. Um, prideful. Oh, pride, girl. I should have just worn a shirt and a banner and a hat that says, I am ate up with pride. And so... We were at a um, dinner one evening, and we, a group of women, uh, Melissa and I were there, and we were all talking, and I was doting very arrogantly about our church, and we've done this, and we've done that, when really what I should have been saying is, look at the way God has moved. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, we, 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 I, I, I. Us, us, us. Us, us, us. And I was um, putting down a few churches that... We're not doing that. And I spoke very poorly of um, some churches. And Melissa, across the table, looked at me and said, you know, Nikki, I want to share something with you. That knowing some of the churches that you might have um, a disgruntled attitude with, um, that 
know, maybe if I know these churches, I want you to know that, that each pastor has a calling and that pastor has spoken to God and on behalf of the kingdom, they are doing exactly as God has called them to do. And when they are called to do something, whether it's to, are they the dessert of the church? Are they the meat of the church? Are they the potatoes of the church? Are they all of those things? Are they the sweet tea of the church? Whatever, or the body of the church, Uh we the people. Um, Whatever it is, they have a calling. Uh And they know because God has told them what they are to do. And she very kindly, Melissa, you very kindly said, gave me a scripture. And I can't, and I was so taken back that I have, I wrote the scripture down, but I don't go and look at it very often because it takes me back to that moment where I felt kind of icky. But it was a scripture that you gave me at that time that do not come against the anointed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for their appointment time. We don't speak against each other in the body of Christ um, because you don't have to answer to them. You have to answer to God for going against what he has called and appointed and anointed at that time. And I remember sitting there and I didn't feel embarrassed. I didn't feel like I had been smacked across the face. (laughs) Uh, I didn't feel like you were chastising me. Um, I felt like I was learning. I felt like I had been taught. And I sat there and I remember looking across at you and saying, thank you. I think that this probably just changed the course of my future. And it did. Because I went and prayed on that and I repented and I asked for forgiveness that Mm -hmm. I said, Lord, I came against your appointed and your anointed. And I'm sorry for that. I have no clue. And I said, and I use the excuse a lot. I'm a, still a baby. I'm just out of diapers. <laughs> and I just learned to toddle along, you know, just give me some grace. And God will always give grace. When I repent, it doesn't matter if I've been with him 50 years or five minutes. Right. He will always show me the same grace and mercy every time. Absolutely. That's and so good. Yes. And so there was that. And then there was other times through that time that other people have said to me, you know, oh, preacher this or preacher that or this priest or that that um, congregation and on and on. And I was able to share the story that you shared with me, Melissa. Mm-hmm. And and it changed their lives as well. Yeah. Um, and so it was a teachable moment for me that I was able to hold on to and pass on to others and be a teachable moment for them. And I think it's so important. I mean, I've had, oh, goodness knows, I've had my share of teachable moments and not all of them have been pretty. And because I don't think we always, I mean, sometimes we learn, <laughs> you know, the hard way. Yes. Sometimes we learn the hard way. And, and, and yet, if we are open to learn, right, if our heart is to learn, even in difficult situations, there have been times in my life where um, I did all the work and someone else got all the glory. Yeah. And, and I remember a particular time so vividly. And I had really done a lot of work. And and someone else in my church got all the glory. Yeah. And they were out front being celebrated. And I was backstage 
doing, doing, right? But I was, and, and, I, and I, in that moment, I felt a little like Cinderella with the ugly stepsister, you yeah. know, and like, <laughs> I'm working in there getting all the pretty dresses, you know, kind of yes. thing. And I, and I remember in that moment, the Holy Spirit just said to me, or actually, the, I really think the Father said to me, Melissa, did you do it for the glory? Yeah. Or did you do it for me? Oh, come on. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, God, I did it for you. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and and it was in, that was a teachable moment for me to be able to, because I, you know, I came back from, I'm a first class, uh, you know, approval seeker, whatever, whatever. Oh, me I mean, I grew up being, I, I lived by the approval and that was a generational curse that passed down from generation to generation. And I, it was something that God had to really set me free from because I'm fully approved by the father. Like I'm fully loved by him. I can't do anything to make him love me more. I can't do anything to make him love me less. Like he loves me perfectly every day of my life. Now, are there ways that I can be teachable by the Holy spirit and through the father and through Jesus and learn how to please him more, 100%. To live a life more free, 100%, right? And in that moment, just that beautiful conviction came. And, and, and just, why? what is your motivation? Like, were you doing this for me? Or were you doing this for your glory? Because, you know, the Bible says if we do it for the, the, the approval of men, that's the reward. And you know That is the reward. Right. And let me just add something on that real quick, Melissa, is that... You know, the one thing that I always say when when I feel like God has given me a moment to be a teacher in a teachable moment for somebody else, I will always either start it or finish it by, please take this to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, pray on it. Mm-hmm. If, if this was not a word from him, then please tell him to bless your friend Nikki. <laughs> That she tried and she has such a heart of Jesus that she wanted, she thought it was a good word from the Lord and a teachable moment. But if it wasn't my time or yours, please ask him to bless me anyways. Yeah. But take take it to the Lord and make sure that he says, this is the word I wanted spoke over you. Don't you you know that the Lord too often says, well, bless her heart. Oh, (laughs) well, bless her heart. I want a t-shirt where it's like somebody's head and Jesus's hand on that head saying, bless her heart. (laughs) Y'all, you know how I am about t-shirts. If if you're from the South, you know what bless her heart means. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, bless her sweet little heart. No, no, no. No, No, bless her heart in the South means... She needs some Jesus. Bless her heart. <laughs> it's like, oh my she god, she ain't the sharpest tool or the brightest light bulb. She needs some. She needs some love. <laughs> yeah. So bless her heart. But I, and I. But I do think that learning to operate with a teachable spirit. And listen, teachable sometimes doesn't feel very good. No. Right. But let's look. Let's look at the difference. The Bible says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren, and that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so when God is teaching us, when he's using someone else, when he's when the Holy Spirit is teaching us, it always I always say this conviction comes bubble wrapped in love and condemnation comes with guilt and shame. Yes. And and you know what? I have a really good friend and Roxanne is amazing and she can rebuke you in the most loving, beautiful, <laughs> gentle way. She will never raise her voice. She will never say anything mean. It will be wonderfully put and you will walk away thinking, oh my gosh, 
like my, your heart is so convicted that that you have been displeasing to the father or whatever you know or you've hurt someone or whatever and i love that about her and i hate it about her all at the same me time too. my friend stormy is the same grounder for me that she will come at me so sweet and so kind that i'll get off the phone and go she's kind of smacked me around i mean but in a loving way yeah lord she just kind of and then I, I have that moment where I'm like, Lord, thank you for a friend Yeah, that that has so much grace and mercy like you that you would call her to come to me to kind of, you know, put thump me on the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, and I think it's, I think it's being open to that. And I think if you don't have those kind of friends in your life, get you some of those friends in your life. Ask the father to send those people yes. in your life. But if you don't have those people in your life, you might want to do a heart check. Mm, that's a good word because right there. maybe just maybe your not heart is not receptive to being teachable like we've all met those people who aren't teachable oh they know everything yes they tell you why i used and, to be one of them and, and uh, I, I might i may or may not have been and uh, i would confess in, you know i, I can't i can't confirm or deny that <laughs> i'm calling steve <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 interesting. I mean, just the heart of teachability, the heart of being open to say, I don't know it all. Yeah. The heart to, you know, like ditch the heart of a 15-year-old and grab a heart of somebody with a little bit of wisdom that says, there's a whole lot of, uh, I mean, like the more I know, the less, the more I realize I don't know very much. Right. You know, I mean, like I, God has brought people into my life that I promise they have forgotten more about God than I'll ever know. Mm-hmm. And... And I recognize when I'm with them, I love being with them because when I'm with them, I realize just how much more of God there is that I haven't yet to encounter. Just how much more of God there is that he wants me to experience with him and to share with me. And I'm so grateful that he brings people into my life that teach me things I don't already know. And like sometimes the teachable moment comes from my granddaughter who's five. Yes. You know, uh, one of my favorite stories, one of my granddaughters is five and she has a little sister who is, well, she's six and now they're six and four, but at the time they're yeah. five and three. And the three-year-old was having a fit, just pitching a fit because she didn't want to wear the clothes her, her mama bought her, brought her <laughs> or sent for her to wear. And I was trying to get her to get dressed. And she, I mean, like this fit went on. Like she was <laughs> underneath the end table, hanging onto the leg. She was... Was not kind of child. She was not going for it. She wasn't having any part of it. And her older sister was in my bedroom watching TV. And I was just, I mean, like this had gone on for 20 minutes. This was not a short little, she had, the girl had some endurance, you know. And so I walked into the bedroom where her sister was and she said, lovey, which is what my grandkids call me, lovey, she has sin in her heart and she needs to repent. (laughs) And I'm like out of the mouth of babes, right? I mean, like. She she totally nailed it, and 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 it all worked out. And eventually, you know, the little one apologized, and it was wonderful. And, yeah. And and it was she she did repent. You know, yes. she actually came out and repented, and it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. But you know, I, she knew. Well, I was just focused on the fit and trying to get the fit to stop and to get the child clothed. Yeah. Right. She was like, "No, this is not." This is not natural. This is spiritual. Yes. Let's take this natural moment and make a spiritual moment out of it. And, you know, I'm just like, that is te- that is profound so from she, a five-year-old. Yes. So what she did was she brought, brought a fleshy moment and called on spirit and said, here, we're going to learn from this. Yes. And we're going to remove the flesh and walk in spirit. Yeah. And I How just beautiful. think it's so, like you, every, every person that you encounter is teachable. 
Oh, is, I agree. Is, is it not? Let me rephrase that. That's didn't say that correctly. Every person that you encounter can be a teachable moment for you if you choose True. to be right. Not every True. person. Listen, I have encountered too many people that are not teachable. Oh, I, yeah. And, and bless their hearts, you know, bless their hearts. Yeah. Right? Bless their little southern heart. <laughs> yes. God bless their heart. Yes. You know, but it is, it's so important to be teachable. There's so much to learn. And life is, I always say life's a journey, just keep moving, right? You know, because God is taking us someplace and he is way more interested in the journey than he is the, fi- I mean, he's interested in the final destination, but he's not wasting the journey, Yes. right? He's teaching us something every single day. If we just open our eyes and look, right? If we just have a teachable heart, God is going to teach us something every single day. Absolutely. All day, every day. Yeah. And you know, like when I work in the coffee shop, there are days that we're really busy. Um, and then there's days we're kind of mediocre and then there's days that we're super slow. Um, but I know at the end of that day that I'm every time I'm going to leave and I'm going to walk home or drive home. Um, And there's going to have been a teachable moment for something that I could have learned. And so my prayer when I go into the coffee shop is that God bring encounters, not just for me, but for others, that that they have a teachable moment if needed. And if not, then Lord, let them teach me. Right. You know, and and that is one reason why I love being in that coffee shop, you know, a couple days a week is because... There is always that moment, always. There's not a day that goes by that there is not a teachable moment that happens in that coffee shop, whether it be for myself, the pastors of our church, the community, a person that's from uh, Japan that's driving down Route 66 and wants to stop in and, and get a cup of coffee. There will always be an encounter an encounter of a teachable lesson Yeah, daily. And you know what? I challenge everybody at the end of your day, just say, what did I learn today? Yes. Like, what did I learn today? Father, what did you teach me yeah. today? Because every day we can learn. Absolutely. And right? if we're not, if our, you know, when we look at like, oh, I'm so busy. Life is great. And everything's moving along. And it's all good and all good, all good. How good is it if you're not learning? Right. right. That That I can have good moments, but Lord, let me learn from the moments in between the good. Um, because, or let me learn from the good because there was a lot of my life that wasn't so good. Right. And what I learned was to go to self. Right. Um, to be resilient in self. Um, what I learned was to build walls. What I learned was to go to my storehouse and pull out my tools and my weapons, which usually meant that you were going down. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean that I was going to take you and put you down at the feet of Jesus. I was going to take you down. Yeah. And so there's a difference, mm-hmm. you know, in that. So I think that, yes, at the end of the day, looking and saying, what have I learned? God, mm-hmm. show me. Right. Because wisdom is so amazing. And it's a gift from the Father. Abs- it is a gift from the it's Father. It's a gift from the Knowledge. Father. Knowledge. Knowledge and wisdom is powerful. And it comes when you decide to have a teachable spirit. So hopefully yeah. we've done a podcast and we've taught them something, Nikki. I know. Did you learn something? I did. I did too. I did. I I learned a lot that I'm going to have to ask Steve about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll see how that works. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thanks for joining us until we see you next time. See you next time. Thanks for joining us for the Jesus Chicks podcast. We hope that it's made you laugh, think, and pray. This is that time when we ask you to do three simple things for us. 
first, if it's the first time you've joined us, would you hit that subscribe button? That way the latest episodes will be in your feed. Second, would you take a minute and give us a five-star rating? It helps so much. And finally, would you share this podcast with your friends? We think they'll like it too. Until next time, keep life real and Jesus in your heart.